Hey, thanks for joining me for the third episode of the Physician Strengths Podcast. This is Laura Germer. I'm your host. Um, so this week we have another great interview that I'm really excited to share with you. This interview is with Kelly, who is an obstetrician in Sydney, Australia, and she recently did the strengths assessment as part of a leadership thing that her whole department is doing. So she talked to me for a while about that. Her top five strengths, I'll just give you a heads up so you know what we're talking about. First one is significance. This is a desire to be involved in very important things or to be in things that are going to have big, long-lasting impacts, leave a legacy, that sort of thing. Second for her was harmony, which is an emotional intelligence sort of strength about seeking consensus and finding ways to avoid conflict. Next for her was maximizer, which is about taking something that's good and making it really great or perfect, superb, taking things to the best level they can possibly be. Four for her is relater, which is about um, this genuine, authentic realness in your relationships with others. And lastly was learner, which is about um, enjoying the process of learning new things, becoming uh, more expert at something, going from novice to knowing something about it. Um, You may have noticed that I stopped doing the fancy little scrubs music intro to the podcast. It's not because of some very interesting copyright infringement story that I have to tell you, but rather that I decided that I have learned as much as I want to learn about audio editing. It is not very fun. I don't enjoy it. And so I'm not going to do very much more of it. So if that was the only reason you were listening to the podcast, I'm really sorry. There's not going to be any more fancy music at the beginning and end. Um, But enjoy this interview with Kelly. Thanks. Bye. Um, all right, cool. All good. Well, let's get started. So can you yep, tell perfect. me a little bit about how you first heard about this strengths assessment or how you came to take it? Yes. So um, our department, uh, the leadership in our department has recently sponsored a medical leaders development program for the attendings in the obstetrics department. So we have um, five full-time and five part-time staff. So it's just the full-time attendings that are going through this program. So I think that the um, the original instigator for the program was the fact that our department has had some changes over the last few years. Um, we, have, um, we have a growing population in the area that we serve locally. And we... Um, all right, cool. Oh, good. Well, let's get started. So can you yep, tell perfect. me a little bit about how you first heard about this strengths assessment or how you came to take it? Yes. So um, our department, uh, the leadership in our department has recently sponsored a medical leaders development program for the attendings in the obstetrics department. So we have um, five full-time and five part-time staff. So it's just the full-time attendings that are going through this program. So I think that the the original instigator for the program was the fact that our department has had some changes over the last few years. Um, we have, um, we have a growing population in the area that we serve locally and we, um, have had some retirement of, you know, critical senior staff in the department. And we've also moved to a brand new hospital building. Um, so there's been a lot of change and a lot of pressure, I think on the various leaders in the department. Mm. And so they've said, look, we're going to get um, the these five full-time attendings, we're going to get the midwifery managers, and then the executive leadership, and we're going to put them all through this year-long leadership development program, which is great. Um, and so the the first step of doing this development program was to take this um, Clifton Strengths Assessment. So that's that online quiz and, um, and the strengths that it gives you. 
So I, I um, was given my top five strengths through that. I didn't get the full assessment, but we had the top five because this leadership program is meant to be um, strengths-based leadership development oh, cool. as opposed to sort of an overall or weaknesses-based. Right. You know, they, they want to target your strengths and ca- capitalize on those. That's awesome. So you and mm. your other full-time partners as well as some hospital administration all took the strengths test? Yes. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. Um, and what did you think of your results? Did it like click with you automatically or was it kind of not what you expected? No, it did click with me. I think, um, you know, some of these strengths I can see, like they're easy, easily applicable to my job as an obstetrician, hmm. right? So things like significance where I want to be known and respected as credible and professional and I want to make some sort of meaningful contribution to my department, Um that's pretty easy to see. The learner, I think, is probably not uncommon to people who are in the medical field. Um, things for me like harmony and relator. So those are um, those are strengths where I tend to look for common ground with other people. Um, so especially with harmony, if we're working in an area that's multidisciplinary. Um, I guess instead of letting one strong opinion prevail or me saying, "Well, this is what I want to do." because I'm the doctor, we should do it. Um, I tend to look for more common ground, you know, and listen to the midwife or I listen to the patient and what she wants with her labor and birth and that Mm -hmm. type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do see that. I see that in my personality. Um, the relator surprised me a little bit. So basically that one is me looking for, um, I guess, significant, meaningful relationships or significant, meaningful connections. Um, I want deep relationships with people. So I do see that in my personal life. Um, I think I have probably more close friends than I do just superficial. You know, I don't have a lot of superficial acquaintances. I have more close friends, but um, I guess that's a bit more challenging to actually apply that to what I do on a day-to-day basis. Well, I think from some of the stuff I've read about Relator, a lot of it is um, Mm. just that sort of genuineness and realness that you bring to relationships. Mm. And I can see that as an OB-GYN that would, um, it would give you kind of a, a, I don't know, kind of um, a genuineness in your interactions with patients. You're not superficial. You're not flippant. You're trying to really understand what's going on and kind of bring that genuine relationship into it. So I I could see how that may play into it. It's interesting yeah. what you brought up about the harmony one as well, because what I <laughs> I think with harmony is a lot about that emotional intelligence, bringing that into a situation. And I think in a high stress situation, like a delivery, and in a situation yes. <laughs> where there may be lots of people kind of vying for control, you know, there may be an obstetrician and a, like you were saying, yes. and a midwife and a patient and a family yeah. member and a yeah. an L&D nurse who knows a lot, you know, that yes. being able yeah. to be the one with the emotional intelligence to see, let's all calm down and let's see what we agree on and let's start from exactly. there and move forward. I can see that that would be such a great attribute to have. It's it, seeing the other um, your partners. Did you were you able to see their strengths results? Did it uh, was it interesting to see which ones you guys had in common or which ones were different? Yeah. So actually, I was going to mention there's this really cool. Um, I don't know if it's a widely available thing, but um, they basically have grouped all these strengths into four domains. Mm-hmm. So there are there's what, eight or nine of them that go under executing, um, eight or nine that go under an influencing tab, eight or nine that go under relationship building and eight or nine that go under strategic thinking. So we actually plotted all of our strengths onto this matrix, Hmm. um, so that we could see as individual doctors and as executive leadership, 
where our strengths fell. And we actually were, you know, we had members of the group that had strengths in each of these four domains, which I think is really interesting when you're talking about building a department or using your department, um, using the people in your department effectively to affect change. Right. Um, is, is being able to see what strengths each member brings and use those appropriately. That's very cool. Mm. Do you think, um, looking back, do you feel like these strengths played into your decision to become a physician or do you feel like the things that appealed to you about being a physician are related to your strengths specifically? I think they did. I was doing some reading um, that showed that these strengths were more, they can be strengths, but I think innately they're talents. Mm-hmm. And they, they tend to be visible from the time that we're really young. And I think that if people are aware of these talents and then invest time into them or try to develop them, then that's when they become your true strengths. Um, so I do, like from, and I'm, I imagine I'm not unique among people that go into the medical field, but you know, from the time I was young, I was always at the top of what I did, Mm -hmm. right? So that goes along with the significance trait. So I and many, many others in medicine, of course, were at the top of their class. Um, You know, I wanted to be the best in playing piano. I wanted to be the best Mm -hmm. in swimming. Like these were activities that I did when I was young. Um, And I think that that has always been a theme in my life. Um, And, you know, obviously the learner, the um, the desire to gain technical proficiency, to be on top of changing technologies and that type of thing, those strengths are probably prominent in people that go into the medical field. Oh, absolutely. And I think that your strengths also probably played somewhat into your decision of which field to go into. How do you feel like they specifically relate to the, do you do primarily obstetrics? Is that correct? I do obstetrics and gynecology, so I'd say probably 60 or 70% obstetrics and then the remainder. I do gynecology and teaching. Um, Yeah, I work at a public hospital in Australia, which is is similar to a, it's like a community teaching hospital, I would say, in the States. Okay. Yeah, I I think you have a great combination of strengths for doing the obstetrics. I can really see how they would all play into, um, you know, those high stress situations. And the significance one is interesting to me, too, because I can almost see that Mm. significance both on like a small level. Like I want to have a significant impact on this delivery, on this patient, on this outcome, Mm. and also on a much bigger level of I want to have an impact in my department, in my program, on these residents that I'm teaching. Do you kind of feel like it plays into both or is it mean something different to you? No, I think it does play into both. And I was going to say, I don't I don't know that my strengths pay, played as much into my decision about what specialty to pursue, but probably more into how I choose to work in obstetrics. Mm. Um, you know, I think in medicine, you there's many different career paths we can choose, right? We can choose um, to be in private practice. We can do, choose a teaching role. Um, we can choose academic, something but much more research-based. And I think... That in my job, um, I work in a busy, like like I said, I work in a busy public hospital. I'm involved in teaching um, the residents. I'm involved in teaching midwives who function as our labor and delivery nurses. And I was recently made um, obstetric clinical lead of the of our labor and delivery. So basically, director of the labor and delivery unit. So since I have been put in that position of leadership, I've been much happier at work. Because I think that I can use these um, 
you know, it gives me the opportunity to use this desire for significance to make Mm -hmm. a difference in the way we deliver our birthing services. And it it gives me the um, ability, I think, to use that harmony trait because I'm working with people from a lot of different um, a lot of different specialties and trying to find a way to deliver our services that is safe and uses resources appropriately and um, keeps patients happy. That's great. And so, that yeah, maximizer I, th- I think, one I think probably comes hmm. in too. That maximizer is about taking something that's good and really making it great or perfect. And yes, really exactly. Like optimizing it. That's fantastic. Exactly. Exactly. So, yes, I, I think that how I have. I can see that since I've I've chosen to work in certain directions in my field mm-hmm. that I have been happier and more engaged at work. That's wonderful. Yeah, I think that's some a great message for physicians who may be feeling really burnt out or really just dissatisfied mm. with their job is that if you can learn what your strengths are, then you can seek out those opportunities that are going to feed your strengths and that are going to make you feel better about your work again or kind of get you back to what is true and authentic for what you want to be doing as a physician. Exactly. Exactly. That's great. Um, how do you feel like it, they play out as a teacher of your residents? Do you feel like they, um, your strengths play into that at all? So my learner strength does, um, because I think to be an effective teacher, um, being a teacher helps you learn, mm-hmm. right? Because you want to make sure that you are on top of the most recent information. You want to make sure you understand that information in a way that you can deliver it, um, that you actually understand it enough that you can teach it to other people. And I think that implies for both sort of clinical book type information and say teaching surgical skills and that type of thing. Um, and I also want to, I, I, I like being a mentor to my residents and trainees. Um, and so I think that the harmony and the relator parts of my personality also come out in that, um, in that I've, I've been told that I'm someone that's pretty approachable. People come to me when they need career advice and life advice. And, um, and I've been told that, you know, especially for female trainees that, oh, we really admire what you have done and the sort of career path that you've chosen um, as a way to sort of balance work and family and that type of thing. So I think all those, all those things have given me enjoyment um, in how I, in how I teach and I interact with my trainees. That's great. Yeah, I can see how those all kind of meld together and that you're able to use your um, your relator and harmony to build that relationship with them. And you certainly mm. get a lot of significance from feeling like you are able to be that role model or to teach them mm. in those yes. ways. And they kind of all play together. That's awesome. Yep. Um, do you see any of them playing out for better or for worse in your personal life and your personal relationships? <laughs> I asked my husband and he said, what, do you have harmony as a trait? Oh, but completely, <laughs> complete, no, completely joking. But <laughs> no, I do. I, I think those probably, um, I don't know. I think sort of the ones that are a bit more driven, the significance, the maximizer, things that are more, more prominent in a work environment. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the things harmony and relator, I think are probably um, just as prominent in my interactions with my, my husband, my daughter, my family. Um, I guess being the little slightly more touchy feely type things. Yeah, it was fun. I made my husband take the test to see which ones we had in common oh, yeah. and stuff. And it's yeah. been very, it's eye opening. It's really interesting. Um, we both had learner very high, just like you did. And I have been trying to get yeah. us to go do things together that are new then. Cause I'm like, we both love learning new things. So let's go. Yeah, that's really good. Let's go do things that are new because that's obviously something that excites both of us. Right. Did you agree with the assessment? Were those things that you could see? um, I had a few in common with you. I had Harmony and Learner were both really high for me as well. And then I had um, 
achiever, which I think is similar to significance in many ways. Like when yes. you were talking about, you know, wanting to be at the top of your class, wanting to be the top mm. of sports, there's kind of an achiever aspect to that too. I just love, I love getting stuff done. I love to-do lists. Even when I'm on vacation, I like make a to-do list right. of like take a nap and drink some coffee and go on a walk on the beach. <laughs> like I just want yep, to right. accomplish yeah, things, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. Tick, um, tick, and tick. then I had intellection, which is kind of this liking to just sit and think about things. I kind of like to stew about things. I always joke, mm-hmm. um, I'm a general surgeon. I always joke that right. my best plan is on hospital day two or three. Like my consult note is never fully formed yet. <laughs> it's like I'm still yeah. figuring it out on day one. But on day two or yeah. day three, I have a really, really good plan just because I need a day or two to kind of stir, stir it up in my mind. Yay. And then it's good. <laughs> and then that, my, no, I understand completely. Yeah. I imagine my, that yeah. makes a good doctor though. Yeah. Right? Like, but it's, it's mm. good to recognize that because I think I used to kind of feel yeah. bad that like, man, why didn't I think of that sooner? Like, why did I think of that today? I should have thought of that yesterday. And now I'm like, no, that's just how my brain is. It needs a little while to sit with something before it really comes up with the full idea, you know? Yep. 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 Yeah. That's really cool. I think there's a lot of that with people when they get their test results back of being like, oh, that's why I'm like that. I'm not weird. I'm not wrong. The way I am is okay. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I can use this. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, how are you feeling about the departmental leadership program being based on the strengths? Do you think that's going to be a good thing for you guys? I hope it is. I mean, I suppose as with anything, it's always challenging to get everybody to buy into it, mm-hmm. um, that this is something that is perhaps really worth doing and worth worth putting a lot of effort into. But I, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of study behind it and, it, and it seems like it's been shown to be effective. And um, I am very interested. I, I think it's great, especially having not only the medical personnel, but also the executive leadership. Yeah. Um, involved so that we and what we do is we get together um, we're having four sort of day half day to day long forums um, about like leading together and then we're also having one-on-one leadership coaching and that's more um, talking with us about our personal goals and what type of things that we can do to achieve those goals Mm. so I think as a you know as a combination I'm really optimistic about what sort of change and culture change we can bring to our department that's awesome. I feel like it'll so, also mm. give you a common language with your partners and with your leadership that you guys can like use these words and know what they mean and know why one person yes. is acting one way, you know, and why that may be, um, you know, exactly in a certain situation or not in another. That's interesting. Um, mm. So do you feel like there's anything that um, you see changing or doing differently in your own life based on, you know, this strengths assessment? So I think, um, I think I will seek now that I know what my sort of strengths or like innate talents, personality things are, I will seek out opportunities to, to build those into real strengths. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, as I said before, probably take on more opportunities where I can have the opportunity to stand out and to be significant or, or ways to, um, you know, take on projects where I can improve something from just the status quo, how it is now and take it and make it better. Um, so yeah, I haven't really, I think it's been probably one or two months since I took that initial strength assessment. Um, so I haven't seen a lot play out as of yet, but I do certainly, um, I do certainly anticipate that I'll be able to use, use opportunities to build on those strengths in the future. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like mm. when you were just talking about that, about seeking out those opportunities, it seems like both of the, the significant and the maximizer are strengths that make it so you're more comfortable 
with risk than maybe some other people. You're kind of willing to put yourself out there and say, like, mm. I'm going to be the face of this project or this department. Um, exactly. I'm going to be the one kind of saying, we're going to make it better, we're going to make it perfect. And there's kind of risk involved in both of those that, to me, I don't have significance or maximize very high. It sounds like a little mm. scary. Like, I don't know if I want to be the one <laughs> yeah. out on the front line, like, yeah. be in the face of this. But it sounds like now that you know those are your strengths, you can kind of own that more and be like, I do like taking that risk. I like putting myself out there and being kind of on the front edge of it. Mm. And both of those, the significance and the maximizer actually fall under this influencing domain, mm. which is, you know, they, they talk about people with strengths in the domain are always selling the team's ideas, both inside and outside a certain organization. And I've never thought of myself as a salesperson at all like that. I think that to me would be the last thing I would do as a career. But when it's framed in a different way mm-hmm. that, oh, I have this project, I guess, in the medical field, and this project is going to make the delivery of our obstetric services so much better and more patient friendly, et cetera. Um, I can really see myself doing that. And I think sort of as a female who is earlier on in her career, it's, um, it can be a bit intimidating to seek out leadership roles or to seek out, um, seek out those opportunities where you might have a big impact on the direction of the department. Um, because obviously I'm working with colleagues that are male or colleagues that are much more senior to me and that type of thing. But I think seeing this strengths assessment and seeing that, oh, maybe this really is what I could be good at, um, has given me more confidence to go ahead and pursue that. Totally. That you are the right person for those type of jobs. Like 100% Mm. you are the right person. That's great. Mm, Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's interesting what you were talking about. You know, they talk about you're the salesperson or whatever. I think that's one reason I enjoy talking to other physicians about this is so much that's written about strengths is very business and corporate oriented. And it might not Mm. like translate into medicine because we don't make sales and we don't increase profits. You know, like we're just not driven by those sort of things. Um, we're driven by patient care and efficiency yep. and, you know, taking good care of people. Quality. Yep. Yep. Quality. Mm. Exactly. So it's kind of like there has to be almost a translation of all those businessy principles into what does that mean for providing care and being a physician? Mm. So many interesting different ways you can look at this stuff. And that's why I just love talking about it. Well, thank you again for joining me today. I really appreciate all your insight. Um, and that concludes this podcast. I appreciate everyone who tuned in to listen. Um, Hopefully you can listen to next week's episode four because that one's going to be really fantastic as well. I'm very excited about the interview that I just finished up for that episode and I think you all are going to enjoy it a lot. So thank you and have a good week.